This is Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. We discuss our mission to create and support one-on-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. I'm Dave Kaharchik, and on this edition of Defending Potential, we're talking about something very, very important to Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, National Mentoring Month that comes around every January. And here today to talk about that is the board president, the chair of the governing board of BBBS of NEPA, Jim Roberts, and another board member, Eric Mahler. Jim and Eric, thank you for your time. Thanks, Dave. Oh, thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Jim, let's get started with you and and talk a little bit about this idea of a National Mentoring Month in January. Um, Why does mentoring matter and, and is it still relevant? Well, you know, Dave, all of us involved with Big Brothers, Big Sisters believe that mentoring is relevant. Um, you know, January is an opportunity to, to put a focus on it, but it's it's relevant all year long. And you know, if you try to put it in perspective, I'm sure that everyone has in their life a teacher, a, a coach, uh, a relative, a, a parent, grandparent, someone who kind of shows you the way, it acts as a role model, gives you advice, listens to you when you need it. And I think if everyone just takes a moment to reflect on who those people are in their lives, they'll know that mentoring matters. And it can happen at the professional level or it can happen when it's really influential, when you're when you're much younger, when someone can really, uh, in the small ways, give you advice and point you toward a more fulfilling life. You know, and it has been a very big year for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, kind of becoming our own independent agency. And, you know, Eric, I know you've had a lot of uh, work going on with that in the background. You know, in addition to the, the efforts of our local organization, you've teamed up with Big Brothers, Big Sisters National. And part of what you've been doing, you know, in honor of National Mentoring Month, as, as we're talking about that, is kind of working with the national group on approving virtual mentoring practices and standards. We've, of course, had the pandemic going on. Get us caught up a little bit on, on some of those challenges and things that, that you've had to kind of adjust for what's been happening in the world. Thanks, Dave. I mean, part of the National Leadership Council is partnering with uh, the local board members, uh, the affiliate CEOs in coming up with new methodologies. And obviously with the pandemic and having uh, that impacting mentoring, uh, mentoring had to go online and virtual. And a lot of the initial strategic planning and and practices that uh, had been implemented previously were all for in-person mentoring. So uh, the National Leadership Council had to come up with uh, new practices and methodologies that could be approved quickly and be implemented quickly in order to continue mentoring in a virtual world. Uh, all of that uh, took place generally over the first uh, 90 days of the pandemic, uh, and it was pushed out to the affiliates, approved by the National Leadership Council, and uh, implemented from there. And it came into uh, trying to raise uh, funds nationally in order to uh, be, get a more robust uh, online presence, more robust systems in place, uh, new apps, new methods for tracking those virtual mentors, uh, tracking what was happening uh, virtually. So really, it was a, uh, uh, a large effort for those 90 days, and it rolled out pretty uh, smoothly and efficiently. 
Eric, let's stay with you. Can you explain a little bit about that that national connection with BBBS and how they support local programming through um, incorporating the local board members, CEOs, things like that? Yeah, the uh, National Leadership Council is comprised of um, a number of local board members from around the nation, as well as uh, local affiliate CEOs and directors. So that they, so what really happens is National wants to have uh, BBBSA of America wants to have a liaison between the affiliates, what is happening on the ground, uh, and what their long-term strategic planning is, and so. When you put together these different uh, groups of people, uh, you get the business side, you get the leadership side coming together in order to help National expand on uh, its long-term planning, but also what might be impacting the affiliates locally uh, and current. So, for example, when the pandemic came, uh, the affiliates were reaching out. They, They really weren't sure how they should proceed. And so there was some meetings with Uh, National Leadership Council and BBBSA of America uh, to implement new programming. And so really, if you didn't have that local tie uh, into the affiliates, uh, some of those issues and some of those desires for uh, new methodologies might not have occurred in such a quick fashion. You know, for for so long, Jim, throughout the pandemic, we've been hearing that, you know, you got to stay distanced. You got to stay apart from people. Um, There's no doubt the pandemic has has helped push people apart. However, Big Brothers, Big Sisters brings people together. So how do you kind of maintain these these new challenges at the same time, keep kids connected? It's a big challenge. It's been a big challenge. Well, it certainly has, you know, Dave, as you know, in the last year, we've transitioned from being part of a larger organization to be on our own. And and that's given us the ability to be nimble, to tap into all the resources that national big brothers, big sisters can provide. And our own staff, a small staff, but a dedicated staff uh, led by Executive Director Michelle Hamilton has been innovative to follow the lead from national. Try new things via Zoom or teleconferencing, Internet conferencing and follow all the health and safety procedures, but to continue the mentoring where they can. I mean, the people, the the young people in our program, now more than ever, they're they're a little bit more isolated. They're they're, they're at home. They don't have the uh, as much school socialization as as the pandemic changes. And so we're trying to fill those gaps with whatever tools are in place, virtual mentoring, uh, uh, safe, real mentoring of face-to-face where we can do it, where it's safe. So, um, we're working around it, um, and uh, we're working through it um, to find ways where we can keep our littles, as we call them, connected to their mentors. And for those on the waiting list, match them up, uh, you know, in, in more of a group mentor setting. We're working with a few local colleges and universities to see if those students will do joint Zooms with our littles. So we'll, we'll work around it. Um, one of the things that strikes me, though, if, if anyone was ever thinking about dipping their toe in the water and being an adult mentor through Big Brothers Big Sisters of NEPA, now might be the time to start um, uh, with your paperwork. It's not that complex, but we do go through. We have professional social workers who work with every volunteer to, to get them ready, to be sure they're prepared uh, to, 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 uh, to follow through on the mentoring program. So now... Uh, it, as we work through this pandemic, might be a great time 
to get ready. We're going to come out the other side of this, I think, with some optimism and, and, uh, uh, and healthier times. And you will then be ready to be a mentor to a young person who uh, probably really needs it at that point. And I think uh, during, this, uh, during this time where we might be shut in and, and at home, it might be a great time to prepare your role as a mentor to a young person. And as you mentioned, that need does does not go away, even though there is is the pandemic there. There's been, you know, health concerns for many, but uh, the kids that that need these services are still there. And as you mentioned, Jim, maybe maybe more than ever. Now, there have been some some national programs, Eric, that uh, that have been done by Starbucks NFL a program called Bigs and Blue. And, you know, these these national initiatives have kind of trickled down locally as well. And talk a little bit about uh, how some of those national initiatives have, have been you know seen here here in our area and uh, as part of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania? Well, what you'll see is the national organization had partnered uh, approximately two years ago with Starbucks, seeing a need for uh, diversity, equity, inclusion programming uh, in our mentoring areas locally. And they have put together some wonderful programs for diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is through the DEI committee at the National Leadership Council, rolling out programs locally and partnering with Starbucks to really create uh, many of those programs. Uh, You'll see it, uh, especially uh, in the cities, Wilkes-Barre, you'll see it in Hazleton, uh, where those types of initiatives uh, go into the local minority areas uh, where we have not only the minorities, but the LGBTQ community and working with mentors and volunteers and giving some really important training on items that may affect uh, our littles as they're growing up in those different types of communities. Also, we have the NFL, which does the big draft, and that comes out a little bit after mentoring month. And what that does is it helps put out the message that uh, large organizations like the NFL are uh, interested in that diversity, equity, inclusion, but also with working with youth and the BBBS organizations to provide outreach and to help advertise how important mentoring is to the youth of America. And then finally, you have the uh, Bigs and Blue, which is where we can take local police officers Uh, partner them and and have them volunteer to become bigs, and they get to mentor the youth uh, in disadvantaged areas. And it's an important connection to put the police, especially in in these days where you see uh, all the different things that are happening in in America with uh, difficulty between police and the community. So this is an important outreach program uh, that was started a couple years ago, and we think it's only going to grow so that the local youth and the police organizations can come together and interact with each other and have some learning between both organizations. I think it's going to be a benefit to our youth and it's going to be a benefit to our bigs and blue. And I know, Eric, we're working on a future episode here of Defending Potential, focusing on the bigs and blue in our local community. So we're excited to hear more about that uh, in the coming months. And, you know, there's uh, also a movement, too, with the National Leadership Council and spearheading the search for uh, the new CEO of the organization as well, kind of uh, adding more diversity to the organization. Can you tell us more about that, Eric? That's correct. Uh, we, originally, for the last five years, we had Pam Iorio. She's been a wonderful 
asset to the organization, uh, growing national recognition, changing the brands. And National Leadership Council, along with the uh, leadership at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, uh, wanted to put together a committee to do the search for the new CEO as Pam was stepping down. And I think they've done a great job in selecting Artis Stevens. He is the first black CEO um, for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of, of America in their 116-year history. This, is, this will be the first minority uh, CEO that they have. And his background is just impressive. He is well-known in corporate outreach, strategic planning and marketing from his work with the National 4-H Council. Uh, and I cannot be happier with the fact that um, with the selection that they made with Artis Stevens. I think he's going to be able to take this organization uh, a step further. And obviously with the Starbucks and NFL and the diversity, equity, inclusion that, that's going on, uh, I think it's a wonderful pick. There are a lot of great things going on with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, both nationally, Eric, as you told us about, a lot of great local stuff as well. And, you know, Jim, getting back to the idea of National Mentoring Month, I know that there's there's a lot of different needs the organization has, everywhere from mentors to volunteers to continuing to find creative ways to fund the organization, especially during uh, the tough pandemic time. Let, let's get into some of those things and, and talk about uh, the organization itself and, and what, what is needed at this time. Well, here here in northeastern Pennsylvania, we serve multiple counties, all the way from Monroe out to Lycoming, Luzerne, Lackawanna, Carbon, Columbia. I'm missing a few, but you know, if you're if you're anywhere in the country interested in Big Brothers Big Sisters, you can find an agency most likely in your area. But where we're committed to is northeastern Pennsylvania, and so you know, we, first and foremost, we want people to consider to be mentors. We have more students, more parents, families who have asked for mentors for their children then we have mentors and that's why we're trying some of these innovative new new techniques so you know as i said earlier if you ever considered uh, wanting to um, make a difference and you don't have to be a superhero you don't have to be transcendent you just have to be yourself right show up listen talk uh, have some fun uh, share uh, some time with a young person every month. And we know we've seen the difference that that can make, especially if you've gone through some challenges and you can share that, even if you haven't, even if you've had some good luck, um, just by being a, a general role model. So being a mentor first and foremost, and particularly male mentors, there are fewer male mentors today than we've had in the past. So, you know, uh, defend that potential of that young person. Share what you have to give with them just a little bit of time every month. And, uh that's our number one need. Second, as with any nonprofit, we're looking for folks to, to support us, individuals to provide a donation, to participate in our fundraisers, which have become a lot harder to do during COVID-19. Um, uh, but we're thinking of creative ways around that, including a, hopefully a series of snow and ski days coming up. So you're, make your individual donation on our webpage. Or if you're involved with a company, I think I hope you get the sense from what Eric said that the Big Brothers Big Sisters nationally and locally has momentum, right? We're addressing relevant problems uh, in society and supporting kids who are then going to make it their difference when they get a little bit older. So we're 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 bringing communities together, we're bringing organizations together through mentoring um, that are directly tied to the issues of the day, all t all designed to make life better for each individual 
little in our program and hopefully make it better for all of us a little bit farther down the road. So be a mentor, support us individually, or get your company involved with us as a sponsor if you have the capability to do that in 2021. Because we're going to have a lot of momentum into 2021 uh, in our area, and we hope to come back even stronger than we are uh, as we evolve as, as our own independent agency. Jim, add a little bit more about uh, your personal experience, kind of seeing the kids that that are in need be connected up with a mentor and then see that relationship grow. Um, I mean, it really is, it's heartwarming to see some of these kids that that could use a little bit of guidance, a little bit of direction, kind of flourish when, when that match uh, takes place. Well, I've been involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters for over 25 years here locally. And so we have, we have a lot of stories like that. We have great mentors who... You know, simply spend time. They, they, they take some of these young people who, who are doing okay but need a little support. They don't have a, 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 a maybe a single-parent household, right? So maybe only one parent in their lives. This mentor can take them to places that they haven't gone to, uh, a rodeo, a car race, fishing, or go to a park bench and sit and read a book. Maybe they haven't had that experience. These little things add up over time, over several years of a match, and, you know, high numbers of our littles talk about those experiences uh, having a difference down the line. Those memories, those moments have a difference down the line. And we have dozens and dozens of those um, that we can we can trace. We've had littles go on to do great things later in life, even becoming members of our own board. So, you know, there are there are so many opportunities to just be yourself and make such a traumatic difference in the life of a young person um, with, without, um, w- without having to do something amazing, you know, just channel the best that you are to make the little, the best that she or he can be. And Eric, what about from your personal standpoint as well? Um, you know, uh, you and, uh, Jim have talked a lot about some great things going on for big brothers, big sisters throughout this episode. So maybe someone sitting on the fence and thinking, you know what, I, I think I want to help in some way. Maybe, maybe give them that last word of encouragement as to why, they should get involved to help support Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania. Sure. What you have when, and and personally, I have to say, I've been involved with the organization for over a decade. And you can just see the importance with what happens with a child's life when somebody reaches out and shows them care, um, when that shows them how they can show some leadership in their lives, uh, give them some direction. Those things are all very important. And you want to have uh, an organization such as Big Brothers Big Sisters, which has been around for over 100 years, that currently has over 200 affiliates doing local work and serving up to 2 million children over the last 10 years. You know, they have over 400,000 volunteers. So when you look at it, it's an organization that knows how to mentor, knows how to show volunteers what to do and supports those volunteers. So when you get involved in a child's life, it's not as if you're doing it on your own. You have an organization that can provide the skills, the training, uh, answer the questions uh, and provide you programming so that you're not left alone helping out our local youth. A lot of important work being done, and uh, don't forget, uh, you can find out a lot more about the organization on our website 
That's bbbsnepa.org. You could also check out the social media pages of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania. We do want to give a special shout out to our producer, Dan Kimbrough from Park Multimedia. Uh, this is a new venture for the board and our marketing departments here as part of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And we do think it's it's a great way to kind of get the word out, get to the information out to the community. And, and you, you heard that great information today from Eric Mahler, who is a, a board member, part of the organization for over a decade, and Jim Roberts, who is the chair of our governing board of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, who has been uh, volunteering his time for, for more than 25 years. So, gentlemen, some very important information uh, for National Mentoring Month every January. We appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Defending Potential. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Thank you, Dave. And thanks to Dan for his production and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. For more information, visit bbbsnepa.org or check us out on social media.